Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Don't be surprised if I ask what a bag is. Welcome back to another episode of the Gold Diggers Podcast. Woo! Beatrice, move. <laughs> move. I moved my lips. I moved my lips. Barely. No, I'm playing. Welcome back to another Gold Diggers episode, guys. We've been away for a while, but of course, nobody's trying to catch Corona. I hope everyone's at home staying safe. Of course, stay indoors, help the NHS and help yourselves. But you were joined by myself at Neats underscore, and I'm with at this point I think Audrey. Oh, London. <laughs> Beatrice at Bookie underscore Beatrice. Bree at Bree London. Um, bubbles at bubbles with an exclamation. Okay, fantastic. I hope you guys can hear us properly. Of course, we've got to use um, Zoom at this moment in time, extenuating circumstances. You already know the deal. Um, we're just going to get straight into it. Um, has everybody been watching Tory Lanez's Instagram? Yup. Absolutely. Quarantine. Quarantine. If I didn't have shame, I would have joined the live. I don't want to ruin my market. I'm not being funny, but we did say in our group chat the last person to join the meeting would have to twerk. You were the last person to join the Zoom. Bubbles was the last to join the Skype, but you joined the Zoom last, Audrey. So you're going to have to get up next to Neymar and. Not today, not today. Give me some music. <laughs> <laughs> These guys are mad. Not today, not today. No, next, time. next time, next time. Next time, next time. We'll bring it back. So, you know what? I think this week has probably been one of the most interesting non footballing weeks in football, basically, if that made sense. Um, so, this whole debacle with Jurgen Klopp, I'm sure everybody has seen what has happened. With Sadio Mane's, is it his documentary or something, or his biography? Yeah, documentary. Yeah, his documentary. So Sadio Mane's documentary. I'm going to read out what he said, and we're going to take it from there. So he said, "I remember my first encounter with Sadio. It was in Dortmund. There was a there was a really young guy sitting there. His base what? his baseball cap was askew. The blonde streak in his hair. <laughs> what?" He said he looks like a rapper. Sorry, sorry, sorry. The blonde streak he still has today. <clears throat> he looked like a rapper just starting out, I thought. I don't have time for this. Our team back then wasn't bad. I needed someone who could handle not being a starter at the very beginning. Someone I could develop. Now, a lot it's of ignorant. people... Ignorance. Yeah, it's ignorant. Okay, why do you say ignorance over racism? So it is. Oh. You can say, but I feel like I don't want to just go out there and call him a racist. I feel like it's more to do with ignorance because you've now come and judged him and implied that he's a rapper just because of the way that he dresses and everything. And at the time, it's not just mine. It's like a lot of them just like that, you know. So it's like you're actually you're judging him before even knowing him. 
I think Klopp was saying that he was watching him first at Salzburg, then Southampton, before even, like, basically taking him in. Mm. I don't know, man. I don't think he should have said it, to be honest. Like, it's wrong. And yeah. anybody trying to... Dis- and, and I saw someone try and say, oh, well, you're not going to go to an interview with a baseball cap. And I was like, that's not the same thing. That's not the same thing. So don't say that. It's not the same thing. Mm. Now, I'm sure that... Beatrice strongly disagrees with the whole ignorance and racism perspective. So, Beatrice, I feel like, yeah, go on. The reason I, I, I'm kind of like at first I was like, mm, I'm not sure it's prejudice, but, but then I thought, hang on, forget Klopp for a second. If someone like Graham Sooner said that, what oh would yeah, say? true so. Yeah, you wouldn't ever, ever question that that was racist. True so. Yeah, so she I got I think we're questioning it only because it's Klopp, only because we know who he is and we know this, he's this nice guy. But if it was Sunes, no doubt it's racism. Simple. But can I just yeah, mention yeah. that with um, Graham Sunes, he's had a history of backlash with um, black players in the past. No, but he uses the same rhetoric. He uses the same yeah. rhetoric. When he talks about football, he says the same thing. His hairstyle is from yeah. where... The, atti- the attitude and everything, yeah. But for me, don't you think, like when you when you can call someone say when you can judge someone for having a racist comment yeah don't you think that the actions and how they've been moving forward can really you know take away from the fact that we can call to take away from the difference between racism and ignorance type thing no because i don't think racism is is down to the person's character Mm. i think if you said something racist regardless of who you are it's racist that's what i think personally okay bubbles what do you think about this I think that <clears throat> I agree with what um, Oz was saying. Bottom line is, it's just incredibly ignorant and mm-hmm. an incredibly ignorant thing to say, especially mm-hmm. sort of on that platform. To think it's okay to even say say something like that. Exactly. It, it is wrong, and it, it should be called out for what it is. I'm not here to defend him because he's my manager or anything like that. No, like mm-hmm. it's wrong. I just I don't. It it's hard to say if it's racism or not because at the end of the day, I'm not black. And I've not had the same experiences that other people will have had with racism. I have faced different other types of racism. So it's a race, it's a race, it's a stereotype based on, on race. And so it, it, it kind of is racist, but I don't think he said it with malicious intent. Yeah. What about you, Brie? How do you take this? I just think he was plain ignorant. Mm. That's it. I don't think, I think, yeah, he wasn't being malicious when he was making that statement, but I don't think he realised that it came up very ignorant, but I don't mm. genuinely think that he was being racist. Mm. I, don't I don't think, like, we'd all agree on the same thing. Well, obviously, me, Bubbles, Beatrice, me, Bubbles, Brie and Audrey, we kind of agree more than ignorance side, but Beatrice mm. seems to stick to her guns. And <laughs> no, I, I, just, I, I just think everyone's being nice by it because it's clocked. That's I, 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 get, I get what she means, though, because, if, right. if like you said, if it was soonest, nobody would be saying ignorance straight. It's true, though. But what, we know how, what, part, huh? what part of his actual statement makes it racist? Where do you draw the line and say that this is racist? He said he looks like a rapper. What look like? He could have looked like Eminem. <laughs> Big man thing, he could have. He could have. What does the rapper look like? Only God knows. Ask Go him. <laughs> what does the rapper look like? Bubbles, you was gonna say something. No, I, I, um, again, like I said, I'm not here to try and defend him or anything like that. But some people were making the case because it's the baseball cap that's slanted, and because there's a blonde streak in the hair. That is that. If, is Henderson, if Henderson does that, is he gonna get called names as well? What do you mean? If he comes to training with with, 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 the, with the hat, the streak. Would he? Would there be judgment passed on him and his character if? he was wearing a baseball cap. I don't think so. Yeah, probably not, yeah. And so for that reason, yeah, it's... I'm saying it's a, it's a stupid thing. Like, how can you assume someone looks... And the fact he even said, I don't have time for that. So why are you... He's already yeah. insinuating he like, oh, like, Yeah, because he's like, oh, he's, he's already building up the team. So mm-hmm. he's already thinking that mine has got this kind of ego. So it's like, think, you're already insinuating. Now you put in... Can I stop everyone there really quickly, right? Um, just a point on that. I think that part of the statement was based on him wanting a someone that didn't want to start. Yes. Rather than his hmm. appearance, you know. He but said then how does he know? But he still doesn't. But he still doesn't know that though. He's he's still in, insinuating something. So but he how does he know? Because he was a starter at RB Leipzig, no? Yeah. 
Yeah. Mm. But still, but still though. Well, how old was he then? He was like 21 years old. He said, I need someone I can develop. Yeah. Why would you say that he's 21 years old? You can do, when Mane did come to Liverpool eventually, did he not develop him? So what does that mean? Oh, no, 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 I was just going to say before, like, when you start saying things about, oh, he assumes he has an ego and stuff like that, that's when you, for me, it starts to get a bit like, yeah, make it, you're doing two plus two and getting five. Like, it, it could be possible, yeah, but it's hypotheticals. Mm, and Marie, do you think, like, this is more based on hypotheticals rather than the actual insinuation that, yeah, he is racist for saying that, oh, uh, yeah, um, he didn't have time for this? Oh, 1,000%. I think people just basing everything off that and it's not like oh he blatantly said that he looks like this person and that makes him racist i feel like people just heard rapper and they were just like that's just racist well he could have mm. literally said something else like he looked like an animal if he compared Mane oh, to God. an animal then i would have been like cool you're being racist but he legit said he looks like a rapper so how is that exactly racist he was just mm. ignorant i don't think he was being he didn't he realized that he was being ignorant and let's not forget that klopp is german and Germans, they say things how they see it without realising that it might be a very ignorant thing to say. So I feel mm. like people need to consider that as well. Beatrice, are you convinced? No, but <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I feel like if someone like Max Allegri said those words, God. Like, yeah, God. Let's, 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 like, let's use someone like, I don't know, Gary Neville. If he said it, I'll be like, excuse me, what the hell are you talking like? I would feel the same way. So mm-hmm. but I, I feel you, I do feel you, but for me personally, I I can call something out when there's so much ambiguity on what was actually said, because a rapper could mean anything. Eminem, he had blonde hair with a fucking baseball cap as well, like a slapback. Like it can mean anything literally anything so for me because there's so much ambiguity you look at the character you look at the person you look at you look at everything that he's done as a manager or as a person that we've seen from him i haven't like someone telling me as a chelsea fan someone telling me that jürgen klopp is a racist i'd have to like proper like dig deep and see like is he actually a racist because the way he appears is not that you'd think he is a racist but then again, that's a lot of people in this world. So that's, exactly, that's that's like English people in general, mate. Mate, there's a lot. Of it's a bit of a tosser. I feel. And again, for me, the reason why I feel like it's merely just like an ignorant comment is because Klopp is not known for making comments like that. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. back to what you said before, like, if it was Gary Neville, I would 1,000% say that he is being racist and ignorant, everything. Well, I feel like with Klopp, hopefully he's learned his lesson from this as well, that something like yeah. this doesn't happen again. And if it does happen again, that's when I'm going to have to question him and actually be like, okay, yeah. cool, like, maybe you are actually racist, you know. But mm-hmm. right now, I'm going to just give him the ignorant cards and mm. let's just hope it doesn't repeat itself which is a shame by the way that we have to hope that like i know the shame that this had to have happened like mm-hmm. it's stating the obvious kind of yeah yeah i feel like bubbles was one of the only liverpool fans kind of saying it though because you know some people no, are just... not, I, I actually saw quite a lot of liverpool fans um gone you could like i feel like you're more like the word well, but you're admitting that you shouldn't have said it kind of thing. Whereas some, <laughs> why did she do that? <laughs> Whereas some are just, I don't know, Bubbles is like, do you know what? He shouldn't have said it, but just, oh, I don't know. Maybe I'm just trying to rubbish. I don't know. No, do you know I'm, what it is? It's just, I think when it comes to things like racism and stuff like that, people are too quick to just try and point score on, sort of if it's like a rival team or something. Like, mm-hmm. genuinely, I'm not here to talk down anyone else's opinion on if they think it's racist or not because at the end of the day everyone's had different experiences mm-hmm. with what racism is what they believe it is what, you know so i'm open to hearing what everyone else has to say on it and if they think it's racist if the general consensus is, is racist then mm. you know you, i'm obliged to listen that's what i'm trying to say i'm just trying <laughs> to explain my point yeah yeah I think a lot of liverpool fans have gone into defense mode though which is a bit of a yeah. shame like i feel like we should gen- have a general consensus on you know like this is this is either ignorance or it is racism you know a lot well, of it's wrong, it's it's wrong. yeah, yeah. <clears throat> just a general consensus over that but of course everyone's entitled to their own opinion whether you are racist or ignorant you're entitled to your own opinion it may suck but that's you in it um 
let's not let this take away from the fact that Bernardo Silva was incredibly racist earlier yeah. this season. Um, his racism trumps all of it. So let's just focus our energy onto that. And let's make sure we never see him back in the City squad again. I like That was just another example where sort of Pep Guardiola's backed him as well. And like, it, this is not trying to point or anything like It just, just shows there's just so much ignorance still. Yeah. Like, wasn't it um people defending his character in the same way like they were saying oh he's not like that they were using his character that to was stay part of it. that was part of it yeah part of his yeah, yeah. Mm. he's friends with benjamin mendy so why, why is it racist i think oh he's a nice guy oh he's not like that he, it's not malicious all of that that was the defense from what i remember um i think benjamin sent mendy actually said it's not racist Mm. That's, where, that's where my anger came from. How dare you tell me that's not racist? He was a black man. That's not racist. Mm. Well, in France, I guess, maybe he's experienced other types of things. I don't know. That's true. Again, depending on experience and stuff. If Sadio Mane can put that in his documentary, he probably didn't think it was racist either. But yeah, he probably <laughs> thought it was funny. Who knows? But okay, enough about Liverpool fans. Let's go on to something a bit more pleasant um so this is going to be really hard because this season has probably been dry as hell bubbles probably has like loads of good moments honestly <laughs> please let, let her go first so what we're going to do now we're going to name three of our top three best moments and our top three worst moments from each club starting with bubbles who supports oh, Liverpool. okay so my top three for this season it was actually kind of hard like to think back like i feel like i'd switched off from football for like you know a couple yeah. Of years. but yeah no one of them was the sort of game against leicester in december yeah around the christmas period we just come back from qatar everyone said they like leicester was still in the title race then everyone said oh, it's going to be so difficult that was the day as well i think one bissaka got an assist and everyone told trent to come outside so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah under the lights one four nil so yeah, that was a good moment. Trent, yeah, I think got two assists and put the cross the corner in that won the penalty. So yeah, that was the good moment. Uh, also, Salah's goal against Man United. Uh, mm. Salah, who's got history of struggling against Man United for Liverpool, and then Allison assist, pings up the pitch last minute, runs through. Daniel James on his bum, two nil. <laughs> and the last one was the Man City game at Anfield. Yeah, a game where. They kind of dominated possession, but their defense was awful, and we were able to capitalize on that. Fabinho hits a rocket, mm. and yeah, there was another game we somehow just like won like 3 1 in the end. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> now your top three worst moments give us some enjoyment, give it to us. I lost that last week before football ended, basically, the last two weeks. Hey, oh, got. I think the top the top worst one is uh Adrian against Athletic Madrid. Like mm. I'm still burning now. Like I don't follow him on Twitter. I know. No, it's not pretty. When Kevin did what he did with Sari, I haven't followed him. What? Nah. When Liverpool lost that game. My life, I wished we'd done an emergency episode. <laughs> I was, you know, I've never felt so much happiness. I said, they finally defeated this team. There's no more, ah, uh, at home as well. Wow, honest now, because I was watching the PSG and Dortmund game. So then when I heard that, oh, Liverpool and being is extra time, I said, okay, let me watch the game. When he let the, he let Morata, I said, cool. <laughs> Morata, oh, <laughs> Morata. I said, cool. Anfield. Morata's goal was after. Morata was the one who made it like four was, one, yeah. four two, four three. Yeah. What was the yeah, it was just so frustrating because like that actual game itself, we should have killed off in ninety minutes. So many chances. Robertson hit like the crossbar and whatever. Like, and then we you, we take the lead. And then somehow Adrian just managed to throw it all away out of nothing. And like, it, like imagine if the lockdown had come in a day before, that game wouldn't have ever been played. Imagine if it gets re the the next Champions League gets finished, Alisson would be fit to play it. Like, there's just so many things that just managed to go wrong, and it's just so much went wrong for you lot just before the lockdown. I bet you're yeah. wishing the lockdown happened a week before, isn't it? 
yeah. You guys will probably still be invincible right now. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. imagine what? if they got crowned invincible. Yeah. If the, if that loss hadn't happened, you know, I'd be so mm-hmm. pissed off. That would be the yeah. That'd be funny. <laughs> let's let's not even try and think about that. What's your next two? Uh, obviously the Watford one as well. Mm. To be honest, again, like, the, I keep going back to the Athletic one because that one was the worst one for me by far. Like Watford didn't even bother me that much because I didn't think we'd be invincible anyway. Mm. But like obviously yeah, it was bad, you I know. They say that actually, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. I think we done a pod episode after as well where I came on and I was like, yeah, it was bad, but you know, it's what it is. Mm-hmm. Still in the Champions League, so hopefully, you know. Yeah, yeah, she did. I'm- <laughs> but yeah, then and the Chelsea one as well. I went to the game, so yeah. That was hilarious. That game was bad. That was my fave. Oh, Chad. I felt for you. Again, Adrian, again, this was, oh, God. You know, I haven't been lucky with good goalkeepers, you know. Alisson actually, do it in. I feel like people need to give Alisson the, he's actually the best in the league, you know. He's actually the best. Like, he's actually the best. Now we've got Adrian, like, the amount of high-profile errors we have, I'll put a tweet Yeah, it's bad. Do other clubs have this as well, or do I just notice it more because it's my team? I don't know. Sis, we've had it. We had Fabianski. We've had, anyways, let me know. If he was in a Champions League final, is De Gea going to make him... Um, there's no guarantee he could. True, true, true. <laughs> Be grateful that it's only the back you have that's faulty, mate. We got the front. <laughs> true, true. And the back. I'm done. No, 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 no. But anyway, moving on. Bridget, what about you? Um, best, best moments beat in Liverpool. Mm. Um, that comeback against Ajax, you know, the 4 4 game <laughs> in the Champions League. That yeah. one was nuts. Um, what other good one was there? I don't know, but our worst moments, however, well, losing to Bayern Munich. <laughs> um, Nabri, huh? Nabri, <laughs> don't get me started. Um, yeah, you know the other bad moments. I. I've removed them, I erased them from my memory, so I don't remember. But as, Do far as, as, far, as far as I can go, it's the Bayern Munich loss, and that's it. Bayern Munich. Yep. Oh. And Audrey. I'm going to just put it out there. The best moment was Emery gone out. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that day. You know, because I hated that man. I hated him. And he still talks about us to this day. That's one of my highlights. I'm going to be petty and say when we beat United mm. because that's giving, it all the, giving it all the biggins but then when you came to the carpet <laughs> giving it all the biggins giving it all the biggins um, I don't know you know I'm going to say anything to do with Arteta because since he came in I can't lie I've actually enjoyed watching Arsenal you know but I think one of our worst was our game um Olympiacos, what the fuck happened? Yeah. What the fuck happened? Ow! Anyway, it's just our fault because we thought one year was even enough. Damn us. Anyways, I can't even think of anything worse because I feel like this season as a whole has just been bad. Like it's, it yeah. only got good when Arteta came in, but the highlight, like I said, was Emery getting the sack. That's all I can say. Mm. Any more worst moments? No. Oh, am I cheating if I can if I include PSG? Now go on, you support them too. When we beat Dortmund, <laughs> I told people don't let Neymar be fit. I warned everybody, and because of Corona, they've now robbed PSG not getting to the final. All that celebration, <laughs> all that for nothing. Anyways, no, no, no. The, the season, the season's gonna. Because before I wasn't an advocate of continuing the season, but Champions League must resume. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it has. It must. I'm so sorry. We're going to come yeah. to that. We're going to come those, to that. Those, those are my high and lows, really. Beatrice? Um, um, good moments. First game of the season, we beat Chelsea 4-0. Beautiful, beautiful fans. We actually started the season with, like, hope. Like, it was actually a good feeling that it went down there. But that was a good moment. And then we went back to um, Stanford Bridge and we beat them again, 2-0. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, it was... Just good times. Ole has beat Frank how many times now? Lovely times. 
anyway, and then last good moment, I think, was our win against City because no one thought we were going to do that. We beat them 2-0 mm. at Old Trafford. That was a good moment. Um, then our bad moments, the whole of the first half of the, of the season, after the Chelsea game, <laughs> basically from there down to December, trash. Narrow it was, it down was, to three. Three. Narrow it down. There was too many. There was just too many draws. Um, I think Aston Villa. Was it Aston Villa? Sheffield United. It was just terrible games, man. And then Ole not going because we all wanted him gone by December. They didn't listen to us. That so, man's yeah. not going anywhere. I know. I know. I've accepted it now. So you can't think of just three matches, no? Yeah, so our match against Sheffield United, which was like, okay. I don't yeah. know, I think it was 3 3, and then our match against Aston Villa. Yeah, that's um, yeah. really scored that. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. That was a shit match. I think for me, the highs, definitely that 4 4 Ajax match, because that, that was amazing. Um, I can't really think of many. Um, beating Liverpool was lovely. Um, I guess I've got two. Like, there's really not been that many highs. Um, the lows, the Bayern Munich match, one. Nabri ate us apart. <laughs> I'm happy. I'm so happy, yeah, that second leg did not go ahead. They would have They would have pammed us. Like, they would have finished us. So that's my number one low. I think losing three times to Man United, yeah. I can't remember the last time that had ever been done. And then the fact that I went to one of the matches where we lost 2-0 and Rashford scored in front of my face, fam. No, 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 That was bad. And then the Barkley moment, Valencia. Because okay. if that didn't happen, we probably wouldn't have had to play by me. So the Barkley moment, for sure. That bloody... Anyway, but, ooh. I'm trying to see what's next on my agenda. Sorry, guys. Um, okay. So, of course, uh, <laughs> the Premier League is in disarray. We're trying to think of a genuine solution that could happen for the Premier League at this moment in time. Of course, coronavirus has basically locked off the league. So, what do you guys think is the best course of action next? It should be voided. Tough, you know. You know what? I think we need to wait till <laughs> and then decide in May. If the world is looking like a better place, then maybe think about doing some concentration camp. But then again, like concentration camp. Whoa! Bubbles had to ruin it. Okay, I mean. Um... <laughs> They need to like, I don't know, because they can't like, it's going to be behind closed doors, that, that much we know. That's if it does go ahead. Yeah, of course. I mean, if that happens, I don't think people would want contact with their families, like going back home and coming, like that's a risk. Mm. So players might have to like, do like three matches in a, in a week type thing, or be, or be in like one hotel and just play that way. I don't know. That's the only thing I can think of. Be like the World Cup. Yeah. Yeah. That's the only thing that would work. Anything outside of that is just not going to happen. Mm. Yeah, I was like, oh, just cancel me. But it's like, it's not fair, you know, I'll be real. It's actually not fair. It's not fair at all. But then it's like, like it's, it's, it's one of those things where there's bigger things going on in the world. Yeah. Yeah. So. No, I get it. But still, the league has to finish. It has to finish. Yeah, but guys, yeah. like, other leagues have already been, like, completely, like, cancelled. Especially the leagues as league? well. Huh? Isn't it just that one league? No, like hundreds yeah, I, of I, non-leagues have been cancelled as well. It came up on Sky Sports this afternoon. Oh. So I think Premier League is next because fair enough, like it would be good if it's possible for players to play behind closed doors. But what we're not considering here is that other players have already been have already contracted the virus and we don't know if they've fully recovered yet. And what if they play against each other behind closed doors and other players contract the virus? Do you got what I mean? But then if we but if we cancel it yeah, I just feel like it's so unfair because look at the Look at the teams in um, the championship. What about them? What are Leeds going to do? Because I feel like they deserve to get promoted, you know? They deserve it. Yeah. And even the relegation battle, like, look at... I'm gonna, okay, I'm being biased now, but Aston Villa, we still have a game in hand, you know? We're getting relegated. They're no, getting they're relegated. not. So, no, but it's still, though, like, the, the point is still kind of close. Do you get what I mean? It's so unfair because 
there's no sense of clarity. Like with me, with Arsenal, I don't give a shit. It doesn't matter. I don't care. Yeah. I honestly don't care. But the, they can cancel it. But you were never in the mix anyway. Mm-hmm. If we was to qualify for fifth place, okay, cool. But other right now, I don't care. Well, what? Now, if we're out of Europe, I don't even mind. Please, it's better that way. I don't want to do Europa League again. I can't. I'll be, <laughs> please, you're going to have to kill me if we don't do that again because I barely watch it now anyway. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, they have to finish it. Like, even Liverpool, just, we all know that regardless, like, if the league was to happen, they probably would have won it already anyway. Just give them their trophy. Like, who cares? Well, them. Win it, like two weekends ago. <laughs> that, no, exactly. So what difference is it even making? Like, just announce them the winners, because regardless of how many games they would have won, nobody is even catching uh, up Liverpool anyway. Well, okay, so there's a here's a bit of a dilemma. If you champion Liverpool now, yeah, mm. then the rest of the league are gonna say, okay, so does that mean this is top four? Does exactly. that mean we get Europa? Does exactly. that mean Aston Villa gets relegated? You but know? that's why I was saying that the league can't finish. You get what I mean? Because there's so many things. Okay, so let's forget about Liverpool because they really won. It's like even the top four, even well, as, like you said, it's still not clear because anybody can kind of qualify for it. Yeah. But to avoid a crisis happening because of the coronavirus, to avoid other players potentially contracting... There's going to be a crisis anyway, though, because I don't think... I feel I feel like regardless of, of the outcome, people are still not going to be um, satisfied. But and that's the thing. But the best way to please everybody is to just cancel it collectively. Because either way, way, okay. I think that's, I, I think that's got that's going to have more outrage, in my opinion. Yeah, it will. Two options: you either finish it or you void it. There's no. It's finish it. It's finish. Because at first, I wanted to void the season, but then when I'm deep in it, it's not fair on all the other teams. It's not fair. But then, if if the league has to be finished, does that mean other competitions have to be finished as well? Yeah, yes, they do. Simple. Wait, I'm so sorry. I'm so people? sorry. Oh, but it's not simple because lo- logistically, bubbles. there's just not enough time. Bubbles, there can be enough time, and I think the key thing is, in my opinion, if there is a situation where games can be played, then that is the only thing that should be happening, and the games should be played if that is possible. There's so many things that are going to contribute to that, though, if that can even happen. You know, that's whether when we get the peak in this country and whatnot. I don't think that the Champions League can be finished because you think about the bans and the restrictions on travelling. Italy's at a different rate to Spain. Spain's at a di- different rate to here. Here's to a different rate to Germany. Those leagues can maybe finish at an, another time, maybe in a couple of months or whatever. But when will there be a time where it's going to be safe for all of those teams to travel internationally to play these games. I don't think there's going to be that time. So then if, if the Champions League, for example, is cancelled, yeah. then is that is it fair that the league continues? Well, this is the thing. It, that, that wouldn't be fair. But like you were talking about logistics... Again, if, if I, I say, like, if the Champions League and Europa and all of them lot are voided, then it has to follow that the league is voided as well. Yeah. Like, does it have to follow? Why? Because I feel like they're, they're almost all interlinked. Like, if, okay, say the top four, we finish the league, we get the top four, but what if Italy can't finish their league? Yep. Then who goes into the Champions League next season? That is, it's all like, kind of linked so, in some way. Yeah, there's so many different factors that go into this decision. And I think it has to, each league has to be separated now. They have to mm. make If Italy can finish the league, they can finish it or not. I don't know. If Germany here, like Germany, Bayern Munich were back in training two days ago. In small groups, Germany's, hey, their finishing was poor, though. Germany's um, Germany's rate, death rate of coronavirus and people contracting coronavirus is probably one of the lowest in the. That's EU. what that, that's what that's what bubbles are trying to say, though. You see how different countries their um, yeah. rate is different than others, so it's, oh, it's, so tough, it's like man. different rates in the EU. Yeah, it will affect how the Champions League will go ahead. Yes, fair enough, but. I think I agree with Beatrice when she says, like, is it fair to finish off the um, the Premier League when we can't even finish the Champions League off? But, but what's the difference? Like, Aston Villa, for example, they're not going to care if the Champions League goes ahead or not, are they? There's players. But the thing... Are they still in the FA Cup? Are they still in the, they still in the competition, Aston Villa? I don't know. <clears throat> I don't even remember. That's fair, but it's, it still builds ambiguity because then look at Man City, you know? Like, they might get a ban from the Champions League, but we don't know if they're in the Champions League, if that ban will still go ahead. There's still a lot of ambiguity and a lot of questions to be asked about it. So I just, I think 
the best course of action will be to void the league. Just mm-hmm. thinking, not not thinking like feelings and stuff, not thinking about all of that. Yeah, yeah. Thinking just of safety and yeah, yeah. How, how it will make sense. Like all leagues across the EU just be voided. That will just, you know, be the best case scenario without emotions involved and everything. But with everyone like, you know, attached to their clubs and the uproar that will come out of it, it's like finishing the leagues would be the best course of action, but the government's moving nuts right now. Governments mm-hmm. are saying that we will not be out of quarantine until God knows when. Mm-hmm. So are they going to play behind closed doors? If they play behind closed doors, who's protecting the players? How do we know that the players' families will not be affected by this? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I, don't, like, I just think Bottom line is, I'm only saying the season should be finished if it's safe to do so, and that's that's the main thing for me. Mm. Beatrice? I was going to say, whatever decision that, that we come to, it has to be collective across the board, across all countries. Yeah. So it's, yeah. it's in UEFA's hands right now. Like They have the power to make that decision for everyone. Yeah. You agree, Audrey? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And Brie? Yeah. But I guess it's just a general consensus. When it's safe, it's safe. Yeah. And I'm not being funny. It's looking like um, we're not going to be safe for a while, which is quite depressing. They're saying that normal travel normal traveling probably won't come back till 2023 which is scary like that's yeah that, that that's a lot of trouble for the champions league basically um but really and truly if there wasn't so much money invested in the premier league they would have been cancelled along with the second tier divisions do you mm. think yeah. i saw i saw an article that um a lot of clubs in the premier league are getting they're getting paid by the. They're getting an early payment from the Premier League just so they can handle their their loss of cash flow right now. And also, UEFA have relaxed uh, or FIFA have relaxed FFP rules. Um, Is it? Yeah, for this season. So. Oh wow. Even, uh, teams can help their financial situation, which makes it even more disgraceful. Sorry, just to add uh, that there are Premier League clubs who are using their furlough scheme. <coughs> 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 Tottenham still have not reversed the decision and I think Newcastle as well but we know Newcastle's owner is a bit stingy so for our view for our listeners like I know Beatrice is proper clued up on this so Beatrice can you explain what the furlough system is and why you think it's wrong for Premier League clubs to put their staff on furlough so the furlough system is basically a government coronavirus retention scheme. And what they do is they pay um, all the staff on the payroll. So for Liverpool, they put the non-playing staff on the... They have the non-playing staff on the payroll. And what the furlough scheme would have done is pay 80% of their wages. With up to 2500 Up to 2500 What is it 2500 Yeah, 2.5, yeah. Yeah, £2,500 a month. I don't know if they make that much, but yeah, the yeah. government would have paid 80% up to that amount. Um, and the reason why there was an outrage about Liverpool doing this is because they're a rich club. They're a rich club. And like so many other big clubs, what they're doing is they're helping communities, they're mm-hmm. helping their health services, they're helping vulnerable people. So people are taking money out of their own pocket to help people in their communities. But then a big club like Liverpool is take almost taking money back from the government rather than putting it into their communities and helping the people around there yeah yeah, go on. yeah no I, you just mentioned about communities there uh, i i, I want to stress this as well like it seems like the players already and like the manager are have been doing a lot for the community liverpool have this uh unique uh uh connection with everton it's called the fan supporting uh, food banks and so they henderson like organized like a, a collection because basically every match day they have a, a collection outside everton and liverpool stadium for food food banks mm-hmm. and because there's no match days they lose out and so henderson was helping to like um fund them and like give them donations and stuff so from a, from the players and manager level it looks like they're trying to help the community and whatnot this was an owner a decision from our board our owners and like you said i'm 100 agree it was disgusting that the decision was made especially because liverpool is seen as such a sort of socialist club and the fan base is so you know sort of left-leaning and really for for the people so they really really messed up 
Okay, you just mentioned that your players are helping. That's that's great. That's fine. Other players like my United as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All of them, they're doing it. But our club has also helped the community as well. They're providing transport for NHS workers. They're helping from people in the community from the club level, not from the actual players themselves, which is yeah. what I was referring to directly. Like clubs, Real Madrid. I saw something. They're doing something as well. Yeah, like clubs are actually doing things. Yeah, clubs are actually doing things, not just the players. So, which is why like that decision from Liverpool, thank God they reversed it, that decision was just wrong, basically. Yeah, Europe, you know, God damn, we are ashamed. Yeah, no, like, we've had, like, uh, two of the best ever financial years in, like, for the past two years or something, so yeah, like, 100% agree, there's no reason why a billionaire from America should be using the UK government scheme. This is a scheme for the vulnerable, for the smaller businesses, not for you, John Henry, sorry. <laughs> And of course, um, what other clubs are still putting their staff on furlough? Was it Tottenham Hotspur? Yeah, yeah Spurs. The yeah. only reason I can think of Spurs doing that is because they've just built a new stadium. That's the only reason. I'm not even trying to justify it, but that is the only reason I can see them doing something like that. Yeah. How has your club been helping, you know, in regards to the whole um coronavirus going on so of course i just want to like big up the clubs for what they're doing for the community too so how's man united been doing oh um i can't remember the full details but i saw that they were providing transport for nhs workers in manchester um and they're just basically taking them to and from work um they're providing assistance for vulnerable people in manchester as well and they're doing some other stuff but it's not in my head right now and Audrey, do you know if Arsenal's doing anything? Well, I know that we've, I think we've done it. Wow, donate. What kind of grammar is that? We've donated, I think it's 100k to help fight the cause, something like that. Yeah. And I think we've helped to provide cars for the NHS. I mean, Arsenal's classy, so, you know, this is never really an uh, issue with us. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I just thought I said, you know, put it out there. And um, Breen for Chelsea. Um, Roman, he, you know, the hotel at Chelsea, he provided yeah. that for NHS staff as an accommodation. Um, I know that he also, I think he donated money as well. He has been doing quite a few things, but I can't remember from the top of my head. But yeah. all I know is, is that um, he he has rest assured his staff that they will still get paid amid mm. like the whole working from home staff. So he's mm. been doing his part. He, he, he wants to come yeah. back. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Even City, like we saw that they were providing their stadium to um as a like spare hospital if needed. Like yeah. Hospital. Yeah. so there's different love like doing their, their bit. That's mm-hmm. amazing. And it just goes to show how some of our clubs have class on like sorry about me. But I had a I had a question, right? So Tottenham Hotspur, they're not the only club to, you know, have furloughed their staff, right? So mm-hmm. is it fair? to say the same for Norwich, who have also followed their staff. I think the Norwich case, I completely understand, because yeah. they've been in the league for one one season. They haven't been paid by the Premier League yet. They don't have that kind of money that we have. Oh, but, uh, but we just should have been given a £1 million boost from the Premier League. Yeah, but that's now. But before they knew that, of course, like, they didn't know. They're probably, their cash flow system, situation is probably way tight, tighter than ours. Like, they don't have the kind of money that everyone else in the Premier League right now has. I, I don't... Uh, they're still... Own, uh, it's, they're still a Premier League club. And yeah, head... but only for... They've only been here one season. You can't... They were a few seasons ago as well. They were, in 2014, they were a Premier League club. They've got funds. They should not be using the furlough scheme, I don't think. That's true, you know. But for no Premier League club should be using it. But we we'll never know. Norwich understand might... in their, I understand in their situation. Same. I think we never know. Like Norwich might have been struggling. Like those times it got relegated. But Tottenham, however, they're a big disgrace because they just spent millions on the stadium and now you follow your staff. Like mm-hmm. it doesn't make mm-hmm. any sense. But Nor- Norwich, I agree with that. Norwich's staff is probably significantly less than Tottenham's as well. Like I imagine their club store is probably a lot smaller. Their stadium staff is a lot smaller. But, I, I, but didn't, they, didn't they have to buy a lot of players this to come into the Premier League? Because obviously they want to play up. Yeah. A lot of their 11, no, they didn't spend, really. They didn't spend. They barely spent. They, spent. they, spent. they, spent. they
that's what I'm saying. I understand. I, I personally don't understand because I'm sure they get a payout for come for getting. No, but guys, even for the TV money, I saw an article where it said that if the Premier League does get voided, all the Premier League clubs are going to have to pay back the money which broadcasters have paid them already. So I feel like with a team like Norwich, they might have to consider that as well. But don't you think that they would have to pay back in lieu? So like the matches that they haven't, you know, covered. Yeah. Only, there's only probably there's only like what nine matches left. Well, maybe they spent all the well, money already as well. Nine matches. It would have been on for maybe three or four. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know about their finances in here, but. Yeah, well, I just, I'm just assuming. I'm just going off assumptions. Yeah, we're only speculating. Yeah. We actually don't know the situation. But well, to be fair, Derby County, they followed their stuff. So Derby been struggling for time. They've been struggling though. Yeah, they have been struggling. But I, I, I guess I don't know. Has Leeds followed their stuff? I saw Sunderland even followed their players. They yeah. played. Yeah, they're both. Yeah, they're both. They're both. They're both. I think maybe this this has just shown me that a lot of clubs, yeah, whether it's down to class, whether it's down to money, but a lot of clubs are not what we think they are. Yeah. 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 Really, really shown through this whole furloughing situation that so, a lot of teams in the championship has furloughed their um their staff and some some of them their players. Like that's how deep this is going, which but is But the thing is the difference between what you get paid in the Premier League and the Premier League is, is massive. It is yeah. massive. And considering they might still have like a lot of decent ish players on their payroll, then it makes it makes sense. Like I think it does. Alright, so I'm gonna just go around once again and I wanna hear what your ideal scenario is to for the league right now so i'm going to start with bubbles if it's safe then finish the season cool beatrice i say wait till may see what worldwide situation is looking like and then make a decision collectively at that point whether to void it or to continue playing bridget i think it should be voided whether we wait until may whether they make the decision tomorrow i just think it should be voided (laughs) for everyone's safety this is not even about personal this is no personal agenda against liverpool i just think for safety reasons it should just be voided especially because there's inconsistency with different countries as well like let's just call it a day and what about you audrey oh i'm in the middle man because i want to avoid it but not for my team though please i don't know what out of the mix but i want them to finish i don't want Aston Villa to get relegated man <laughs> <laughs> if it's voided they won't get relegated yeah. are you sure I yeah think so, yeah well, but then that's not again. fair if they, if they start again then that means leagues are not going to come up that's, that's and they've been playing really good it's bittersweet oh i don't care <laughs> corona just needs to go away now it's enough you know it's actually enough <laughs> But do you know what's so funny, yeah? Even if we could play these games from, like, June... You can't see it anyway. Fam, like, <laughs> even if we play them from, like, June, yeah? Are we really going to... Huh? What do you mean you can't see it? I, I, I'd Not say the best question is if, if they play behind closed doors, isn't it? Oh, yeah. like the stadiums would be empty. Yeah, they'll, they'll have them on TV though. <laughs> but yeah, but do you know what I think? Because I remember, I think it wasn't the first game, but when I watched the PSG and Dortmund game, yeah, that was behind closed doors, isn't yeah. it? And yeah. I beat Chair. Yeah, I beat football fans crazy. actually make they actually make the games, you know? Because when I tell you, it felt like they were just having an open training session. Because yeah. you, like, you heard some of the fans, like you heard some of them outside, like cheering and stuff. Yeah, but it was like inside, you could actually hear these lots screaming and stuff. I said, this is, I said, this is boring. Where are the fans? Um, and the thing is, right, it's not even that it'll be played behind closed doors, yeah? How are we going to start the next season? The next, the next season will have to be postponed, and then logistically... But, the but, 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 but I feel like even next season, I feel like it's even going to be weird anyway, because um, the World Cup. I think Bubbles was on... Yeah, Bubbles even told me... Um, I, think, I even forgot, the World Cup's going to be in winter anyway, so... Mm-hmm. Either way, next season's going to be a bit of a wishy-washy kind of thing. Wait, the World I don't Cup know. is going to be winter? Yeah. yeah, Qatar. Qatar I don't know who, what, well, it decided to do it what? in Qatar. I don't so know. It, was yeah. Wayne Rooney. it was Wayne Rooney a couple of weeks ago now was saying, well, we could start the season later and it would give us a trial period for the World Cup season so that you could change when the season starts then as well to 
align with that. But then, because Euros is also next year, then yeah, you know, there's too, there's too, too much. Yeah, too that's why I said this. There's I think too also, many things going on. I think currently as well, I think the Women's World Cup and Euros are scheduled for the same year or something. I don't wow. know if it's insane, you know. I don't, I, when, is, when is AFCON in all of this as well? AFCON oh. got cancelled and oh, they did uh, Copa America. So this, oh, yeah, this, yeah, this summer, I remember. <clears throat> well, Copa America anyway. It's good because they, they fit a Copa America in every summer now. Yeah, I, thought, I was going to say, was it not just last summer as well? I was going to say, it's enough. It's only enough. It's enough. Nah, it's, it's, Messi's it's not going to win it. It's keeping me entertained. Sorry, Cup America, please. I need more. No, man. They're doing it for Messi to win before he leaves. Like, <laughs> he, <laughs> 3 a.m. 3 a.m. getting a live stream of Brazil versus Literally. <laughs> literally. <laughs> oh, my God. But cool, last but not least, right, transfer rumours. Now, I haven't engaged in transfer rumours for my club because I haven't seen Sancho's name. So, anyone else? <laughs> I've seen his name, but only associated with United. Yeah. I'm going to tell you this now. If Sancho goes United, yeah, his career is going to deplete. He's dumb to go death row now still. He's dumb to go there now. Especially under Ole, please. Um, He's very stupid. Under Ole, oh, he's not making noise about you lot, so sorry. Do you know what? Yeah, and it's so funny because if I see him in blue next season, my God, you better. I doubt you know. Rest me, rest me, rest me. I promise you, you'll be in blue. He texted me the okay. other day. Alright then. We'll see. What about Arsenal? <laughs> um, I'll be real. Um, obviously, you know, Saliba's come in, and um, what's my man? I don't know if we're linked, but you know, I can't pronounce his name. Upper thingy, please. I don't know. Yeah, that one. But I can't lie. I heard that um, Bellerin's been linked to Inter Milan, you know. So I don't know. I was even shocked when I heard about that. Even Torreira. No, Inter Milan. He wants them. I know. Um, and Torreira apparently wants he wants to go back to Italy. So I don't know. That's the only transfer of things that I have. Who's the guy that's coming to your club that you bought, but he was loaned back? Yeah, Salabar. That's what I'm saying. He, he's oh, ready. Oh, he's he's oh. coming. Oh, he's so good looking, you know, but I can't. That, it's actually illegal. I'm not a cougar. I'm so sorry. Get out. How old is he? Tommy's, I think he's in 1920. He's too young for me. I can't. I'm not being funny. If Mbappe knocks on my door, who am I? To but Mbappe's of age. He's 21. He's 21? Yeah. I thought he was 20. He's 21, 20. 20, 21. One of them. If he's 20, if he's 19, 20, if he knocks on my door, I will not say no. I'm crying. It's true anyway. Hello, knock on my door. Bye. You know, but have Liverpool been saying it to anybody apart from um? What his name? Werner. Is that his name? Yeah, I think Werner's the only one really. But again, yeah. I've not really been keeping up too much of transfer stuff. Honestly, I found in the past sort of season and a half, two seasons, Liverpool transfer rumours are never accurate <laughs> anymore. They've actually done a good job somehow of like keeping things quiet. So, ever since the Van Dyke scenario where it got leaked and then Southampton got upset, nothing gets leaked anymore. I'm so but how many people have you signed since then? What do you mean? Like, like we signed Fabinho the day after the Champions League final in Kiev, and it leaked in the press about an hour before the announcement. Mm-hmm. Like, no one had, had any um, whiff of it beforehand. <clears throat> Sorry, I checked my drink. Ooh. Okay, I'm back. Um, Brie, have you heard anything about Chelsea? Nothing, nothing at all. Um, I keep seeing some dead names, some some dead names associated with Chelsea, and sometimes I'm just looking at, I'm looking at a lot of Chelsea fans that like they're doing their dream <laughs> starting the seven and stuff, and I'm just like, that's what I said, nothing because I haven't seen no names that I recognise. So as far as I'm <laughs> concerned, I haven't seen any rumours. I haven't heard nothing. So I'm, I'm just, you guys are just not normal. Like, don't get me wrong, there's this Jeremy Boga guy, yeah. He's from um he's one of our youth players, yeah. And we loaned him out, I think. Did we loan him out? I think we loaned him out. And everyone's calling for a recall, right? Now, don't get me wrong, he looks like he plays fancy football. But are we not tired of fancy football? Can't we just get a winger that will give us results? I I just 
I, I just don't understand it. I really don't understand it. A lot of uh, who who else we uh, Alex Tellers, I think. Mm-hmm. I, I think were we. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, think we, I think we were linked to him as well, which is fine, which is fair because we <laughs> we need a new left back because I'm not having Alonso doing that again. But at the end of the day, everyone was missing the point. Like until I see Jaden Sancho's name, a credible striker. I don't think we should get excited over nothing. Like, I, what? Our defence isn't even that bad, apart from our left-back. Thank God that we're linked with Alex Tedes, of course. But we're not that bad. And until I see Sancho's name coming in, I don't want to hear anything. i got a question. Go on. I saw, like, a couple of days ago, Coutinho was linked with Chelsea. What? <laughs> <laughs> no, I- you are so dramatic. You know what? Oh I tried my, my best not to say nothing about Coutinho. That guy is not coming to my club. He's not. He's not coming to my... Why do people want him? Okay, Bubbles, he was at your club for a long time. Why would, would you want him back at um, Liverpool? Feelings aside, because I know you guys love him. But right, feelings yeah. So feelings aside, I love Coutinho. Coutinho is one of my favourite players. But I think our current squad has moved past him. And he's in his prime now, technically. I think he's 28, turning 29 in summer. So, I don't... We won't need... He's not a, nece- a necessity for us. Mm-hmm. And the the thing, the fucking thing is, like I said, we need quality players. Not mediocre, decent players that we think Lampard can build up. Because half the Chelsea fans have said Lampard is not that coach. Like, he's just not it. How the hell do you think he's going to take Coutinho and bring him back to glory? No. He couldn't do it at Barcelona. I can't do it at Bayern Munich. He shouldn't be able to, shouldn't be allowed to do it for Chelsea. I I would rather have Mason Mount start over Coutinho. No, that's, that's probably... Sue me. Sue me. (laughs) Sue me. Maybe if we get a free kick outside the penalty area, then he can take the free kick. He can come on and take it. But other than that, sue me. (laughs) <laughs> anyway, I think we've done an hour. Have we done an hour? Almost, yeah. Yeah? Mm-hmm. How's everyone's quarantine period going? Is everyone okay? I think I'm drinking. Yeah, so <laughs> thinking is about coping Bubbles, how are you coping? Because I know you meant to be having exams. Oh, no, I just, yeah, got uni stress. Like, things have gone online and everything, so yeah. Mm. Is it much easier for you? Somehow it's managed to be, become ten times harder, but you know it is oh what it is. God. Yeah, sorry, hon. Sure. Beatrice, how's working life? Working life is actually better. I'm enjoying yeah. being at home. I hate yeah. it. I cannot. No, I want to leave my house, get on the train, and go to my office. No, because a lot of my work has has been like put on a back burner because we deal with like accountants and businesses a lot, but we can't. We're trying to give them space right now because it's hard time. So yeah, that is good. I deal with um doctors, so emailing my doctors and asking them to do this project with me is really. It's quite sad, man. It's really sad because they just don't have the time no more, and it's it's really showing me how how the NHS is actually consumed because I've got doctors that will like deal with like skin skin cancer or something and they've been called to help yeah, out yeah. on the COVID yeah. wards you know even surgeons as well are having to like retrain to, to help them yeah. yeah it's just it's pretty sad however sorry hold on there we go <laughs> there we go cheers guys cheers. <laughs> cheers guys but yeah thank you guys for listening to another... <laughs> thank you guys for listening to another episode of the gold diggers podcast i don't want to be cliche but it seems like liverpool will let it slip again it is so unfortunate <laughs> oh, back my background hold on but you want to change your background <laughs> Whatever, you'll never see one of the Premier League, baby. You will never. You will never. But yeah, it's been fun, guys. Thank you guys for calling into this episode. And I hope you guys haven't missed us too much. Hopefully, we'll be back next week with another one. Bye.
hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.